Hello, welcome to my workshop. I'm your host, Alex Balzar, and you're listening to the second episode of a series dedicated to people engagement, effective communication, learning experience, and event design. And actually, also other related topics that I consider to be the nuts and bolts of good leadership. Whatever I'm able to share with you is based on my actual work and customer feedback. And I have some data, so uh, I'm going to prove uh, what I'm actually preaching in here. And you're very welcome to actually try at home whatever I'm going to recommend here. And there's no need to consult a medical professional beforehand. It's pretty safe. I'm recording this live and it will become a podcast episode uh, that uh, you can listen to on Spotify, unless you're already doing that. And today I'm going to cover three major things that uh, present as fears uh, for leaders uh, who are trying to show up authentically, but maybe they are failing to do so. So um, all of this is based on what I witnessed during events I supported. And uh, I did work uh, in the last three years uh, at uh, about 70 large-scale events for more than 100 participants each, serving about 18,000 people total. So uh, I'm going to quote some data in here uh, and uh, some things I also observed. So let's talk about what we're covering. Uh, As I said, three major fears. So starting with uh, the first one, um, and that's the fear of imperfection. So... Lesson one would be imperfection is okay. It's mostly okay, you know. And uh, um, the fear that leaders have is that uh, when they are working on a team event, when they are showing up there, they want to look respectable. They don't want to look stupid. They don't want to lose respect. This is actually true not just for leaders. This is true for everybody. If you're showing up for a team call, uh, if uh, you showing up for any video call, uh, you want to look respectable. So some leaders and some sometimes all of us uh, prioritize, you know, sleek setup, you know, nice video, blurry background, uh, all the jazz. Uh, or uh, if they can't have it, they would just hide. They would maybe not go on video at all. Uh, and uh, this could be a little bit uh, of a crutch to shy away from showing up. And I mean literally showing up. So that's the fear, you know, not looking respectable uh, and losing respect of the team or your peers. So let's look at the facts in here. And by facts, I mean some data. So looking back at uh, uh, all the comments and all the uh, quantitative feedback we have uh, from the events, and I do collect feedback after every single event, uh, I can tell you that no one ever complained once about uh, ugly background that someone had on video or weird camera angle. Um, It's uh, not really that much about that. Of course, there is something to be said about good equipment and good, uh, good uh, setup, uh, but this is not a topic for this episode. We're going to cover that much, much later in this series. Uh, what you actually need is you need to be heard by people. So that's important. And uh, people will forgive imperfection on live events, especially live calls, 
live all hands of town hall meetings, live conferences, because they do understand it's live. And uh, mm, the way you can think about it is, uh, uh, think about it as a rock concert. So if you go to a rock concert, you do not expect the same polished audio experience, you know, with uh, uh, the huge, uh, huge uh, production values. You don't want to hear necessarily every note. You understand it's a rock concert. It's a different animal. It's going to be noisy. It's going to be distorted quite possibly. You may not see the band that clearly, but it's fine. You are there for the experience. You are there for the authentic Uh, experience of being with other people and enjoying this thing live in the moment. So keep reminding yourself that's what this is about. And what's the way to go forward from here? Um, I would say don't aim at perfection. Aim at connection with others instead. It's about connecting. That's why you're doing it live. You know, if you if you don't want to connect with people, if you just want to if you just want to send them an information, you know, send a memo, and it's okay too. So that would be that would be uh, the fear one, you know, fear of imperfection. Let's move to the second one. So the second fear would be the fear of discomfort, and you know, we can call it stage fright. Uh, the fear of the leader in here is that. Uh, Uh, as a leader, you don't want to make a mistake and look stupid. That's the fear of looking stupid. Um, you maybe you maybe notice the pattern in here. Um, it's uh, it's uh, very human to feel the fear. So it's it's not it's not just uh, about uh, leaders or victims specifically. It's all of us. We don't want to look stupid. So the stage fright is a fear that uh, you know we will look stupid, we will not remember stuff, uh, we will kind of mumble. And uh, I can understand that. As, as I said earlier, this episode is recorded live. So I can, I can mumble, I can uh, say something silly, uh, but you know, I'm willing to take the risk in here. Um, what uh, some leaders do is uh, they would script really heavily. So... Sometimes, you know, verbatim reading uh, from uh, a piece of paper, reading from the slide, reading from the screen, whichever it is. So that's, that's the fear and that's how leaders often compensate. Now, now let's talk about some facts here. So first of all, if you think people cannot tell that you are reading from the screen or from a piece of paper, they totally do. It's, it's super obvious. And uh, there is, you know, as in a previous point, there is something to be said to set up the structure for you, the technology, the notes in a way that uh, uh, you, can, you can get a lot of support, a lot of aid, you know, there are teleprompting devices, stuff like that. But again, this is not a topic of this episode. We will cover this later as well. Uh, so there is a way to get support for you so you feel more comfy. However, uh, the authenticity lies in projecting yourself uh, without too extensive support. And uh, the, way, the way I know uh, and why I know is because, yeah, well, I have the data. And uh, I can tell you 
people hate when you read from the script. Uh, just the just the latest event I I, I did, uh, which was a conference for um, about you know 100 160 leaders uh, and uh, um, and bunch of other people. Um, we had uh, numerous comments. People saying, "Okay, this presentation it was read from paper. It was too scripted. It's just didn't didn't sit well with the audience." And I get this a lot. Uh, it uh, it manifests as disconnection. So uh, the comments would be the presenter was disconnected from the audience. You know, self-absorbed. There was no no sense uh, no sense of uh, connection. And uh, on the other hand, the same the same data um, you will get as a leader. You will get praise uh, for authentic approach and open approach. So. People actually, people actually love that when you speak from the heart and uh, when it's more personal, less scripted. Even if you fumble at times, that is actually a proof that uh, you are willing to face this discomfort and uh, that uh, it's being you rather than your ghostwriter. So what's the, what's the way forward? What, what can you do from here? I'd say... Don't shy away from from the discomfort, and it that there is there is a stage fright that, that might be in there, uh, but that is okay. By the way, just let me remind you: you're the leader. You're supposed to deal with some serious discomfort, and you are asking your reports uh, to uh, take on stretch assignments. You are usually coaching them, mentoring them to be able to to be with discomfort. So some sense of discomfort is okay. And uh, what they say about stage fright actually is also that stage fright is excitement in disguise. The fact that you may be nervous means that you care. And that's good news. So don't shy away from discomfort from the stage fright. It's okay. And what you can do, what is actionable, and it really works wonders with the audience, is very simple. Just just call it out. You can call it out at the beginning, saying, you know, hey folks, um, I'm not a public speaker. I am not, uh, I'm, I'm, I don't feel comfortable doing this. Uh, but do it anyway. People will appreciate that. And if you're worried that you will forget something, that you, you need to read something for the piece of paper, call it out as well. You, you can literally say, okay, Here's the bit I'm, I really wanna wanna say right. I wanna make sure that I'm, I'm pronouncing this person's name right. I wanna make sure that I tell you these five points verbatim. So that's why I wrote them down. And that suddenly you're in charge. Suddenly people accept. Oh yeah, I get it. For this specific bit, there's a piece of paper with five things that the reader needs to the, the leader needs to uh, kind of recite. But call it out and don't use it throughout the entire speech. Just for the points. We we're gonna talk, we're gonna talk separately, you know, in a different episode about uh the scripting, how to how to write notes for you, uh, how to make it look or sound natural, you know. So I'm I'm using bullet points of course for this episode. I did some scripting, it's not like uh, this is all in my amazing brain, uh, but uh, reading from the screen 
verbatim is a different thing. It just comes across uh, wrong. So that would be the that would be the fear number two, the stage fright. So it's pretty cool. We got two out of three done, and uh, I'm looking at the time. I was aiming at 15 minutes uh, of uh, monologue, and uh, uh, I see we might get there. So here's the third and final fear that we're gonna cover. And that's the fear of not being fully in control. And I want to say, it's okay. As the other two fears, even this one is okay. So let's start with how it manifests for, for you as a leader. Uh, the, the fear of not being fully in control uh, would manifest as, you know, the fear that uh, something unexpected will happen during the event. And it will make you look important. It will make you look not like a leader, like someone who's not in charge. Things are happening. I can't change it. Oh, my God. You know, all the people are watching. I am not uh, a powerful leader. I'm an important one. And as the previous previous fears mentioned, this is, uh, this is also very human. We all have it. It doesn't really matter what, what your job code is. It doesn't matter at all, actually. So what some leaders do uh, is uh, they tend to insulate themselves from, uh, from mm, any interaction with the audience, any disturbance that could bring anything unexpected uh, to, uh, to the event, to the meeting, to the call, you name it. So really meticulously uh, controlling all the aspects that could bring something uh, unexpected. So how does, how does this actually map on what the audience wants? So looking at the, at the data from uh, the events I executed, um, there's, a, there's a lot of uh, feedback indicating that this is uh, not really working. We will have negative comments from participants of these events and, you know, all hands, uh, uh, town halls, similar meetings. People are saying, okay, this could have been an email. It's not, it's, you know, it, it this was all scripted, you know. Sometimes, sometimes um, such, such uh, meetings would be even pre-recorded. That, that would give you the most control you can. Just pre-record your message and... Uh, play it to people on the all-hands call or all-hands meeting, right? That's, that's, very, that's very safe and you are in control. But then people say, okay, that's, this could have been an email. You know, you can append it to the media. This, this was a waste of my time, you know. Why, why did I have to block my calendar for an event like this? I'm, I'm kind of I'm paraphrasing um, and collating uh, dozens and dozens of, of comments we have in events that are structured like this. And um, so, so trying to trying to be fully in control is actually detrimental for for engagement, and uh, it does come across as inauthentic. As with the previous point, there is there is something to be said about uh, about control uh, during during events during meetings, and uh, there are some elements where you want to be in control. Like for example, when it comes to time management of the event structuring the event in certain way um, but that's that's again a topic for a different episode i'm going to cover it separately 
um, now we are talking about authenticity and uh, authentic uh, leadership on those events. So uh, let's go back to this topic. Um, as I said, the data uh, suggests participants don't really appreciate if the if the event is heavily scripted, if there is no way for them to affect how the event is going to go. And on the other hand, the data also suggests uh, that uh, uh, people enjoy when there is recognition uh, in there, when they are recognized as individuals, when they are seen, when they are listened to during those meetings. So um, the the way this could manifest and the way uh, we've been doing it uh, in meetings is, for example, when you when you uh recognize uh, recognize promotions in the team you do want to bring those people who were promoted uh on video you want to let them you want to let them maybe say a few words you want them build build the the agenda structure around that so they have a chance to be seen and they have a chance to to affect uh how uh how the event and uh, or the meeting goes they want to co-create it and uh of course, people want to be listened to. There is also, I mean, every single every single event I've supported um, has uh, a lot of comments related to Q&A sessions with the leaders. People really want those sessions. Um, we could even say that for, for a significant part of the audience, that's the... That's the only reason or the main justification for having a live event to be able to have this kind of exchange, this kind of dialogue with, uh, uh, with the leader. And uh, mm, taking this away is uh, kind of taking away uh, the main reason why, uh, why to run these events or why to run them live. So that's pretty much what I have to say for today. And... You know, if you're interested in, in more, uh, and uh, if you want to talk a little bit more how you can make your team more engaged, how uh, to structure your own big event, send me a direct message on LinkedIn or, you know, schedule time with me over there and uh, we can have a chat. Thank you so much for listening. That's a wrap for me.